Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Thank you for choosing to tune in with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center through this mini-sode. Earlier this week, I felt called to check in with a dear friend of mine to see how she's doing. I knew there were some recent changes going on in her life, and upon reaching out to her, she expressed to me how she's been feeling overwhelmed, and I got the sense that she just needed to be taking some time to herself. After I suggested to her maybe reflecting or doing a workout, she says to me, but Kaylin, maybe I just need to rest. Why do we always feel like we need to be doing something all the time? And immediately, this sent off a bell in my head because I totally agree. I have a few mini-sodes where I talk about filling up your own cup first and the importance of rest. Being mindful in our daily life can either be the most simplest thing to do or the most taxing for constantly on go and feeling as though time is escaping us. So in these moments, I always preach and I always practice coming back to yourself. What do you need in this moment? What feels right to you? Or how does this moment feel to you right now? Are you feeling into it? Are you present? And ultimately, being in a state of rest helps you become more attentive to each and every moment. As human beings, being is the key word here. We're not human doings, but yet we are doing more and resting less. Why is that? Rest is productive. And resting doesn't always mean sleep. Resting is just a stopping of work or movement to feel refreshed and rejuvenated. Think about humans in a workplace. We are quite literally the most valuable resource in that space. Just as a company would invest in training and software upgrades to be more efficient, the same should be done for humans. Humans experience upgrades through rest and doing more of what fills us with joy. Life is pretty simple. We all just want to feel good and valued. As an employer, this is important to understand because your employees are your driving force and a reflection of your management. If we are better at resting, we are better at working. From the perspective of an employer and a workplace, it's beneficial for rest to be defined in this space. For example, in the form of paid time off, where employees know that they're giving an allocated amount of time per year that they are willing and able to take at any time. Or rest can be timed with the flow of operations as well. When work and rest work together and are cyclical in nature, Studies have shown that there has been an increased focus during the working cycles. And when we know a cycle of rest is coming up, there's proven to be less focus on issues as employees become more confident that a solution will arise simply by just being able to think more clearly and knowing that there is a defined time in which they should be working toward that solution and then where they'll be able to rest. Cycles also help with putting big goals and deadlines into perspective and helping employees and teams being able to break down operations and steps that are needed to achieve that goal. And overall, having cycles of rest and work enable employees to feel less time pressured. And feeling pressured on time is something we've all experienced. Remember that all-nighter in college or that 80-hour work week that you went through just to deliver something on time? 
Sure, you got through it and the work was delivered on time. However, was it your best work or did you just go through the motions to get it done? And what did you end up sacrificing during that 80 hour work week or that all nighter? When we look at the bigger picture, is it worth being burnt out? In many ways, we accept these 80 hour work weeks or all nighters as a part of the process. Why is that? Eventually, we all know that it catches up to us. If not now, perhaps in an older age or perhaps later on in a career. And when it does, then how many things have you sacrificed? Sure, it may seem like the ideal world where we have the perfect amount of time to complete our projects, finish them in advance, and have an ideal work-life balance. And while perfect isn't attainable, changes definitely do have to be made on a structural level and individual level to avoid these scenarios and truly live our best lives. In these moments, you know your feelings best. And a work culture or an environment that supports your rest would definitely be beneficial, as well as you developing the tools and self-awareness to acknowledge when you need rest yourself. For example, a few years ago, my family experienced a great tragedy. And the next day, I showed up to work as normal, but I was mentally very far away. I felt like I wasn't giving my work my best. I wasn't as present in meetings. And physically, I felt very sick as well. Nauseous, loss of appetite, and it was very hard for me to focus. I really thought that this was showing through in my work and I felt pretty bad about it. I felt like I was here but not here and that wasn't fair to my employer, even though I wasn't being fair to myself as well. Either way, I took the time to meet with my supervisor, explain to her what was going on and, and apologize to her for the way that I've been performing today. And all the while, she was maintaining eye contact with me and the look on her face went from concerned to puzzled. And she said, Kaylin, I didn't even realize anything was wrong with you. And that is when it all clicked to me, because even though that was flattering that, you know, I was still able to deliver my work in a way that separate my personal feelings. But when I knew deep down that I was feeling sick about it, I needed to honor these feelings, too. Over the years, I think about this moment often, and I always wonder why was I waiting for someone else to notice what I felt within myself? My validation of my feelings are enough. I put out a mini-sode back in November about identifying the signs of burnout. I encourage you to take a listen to it so that you are able to identify these feelings within yourself and then advocate for yourself accordingly, if it's within reason. Because at the end of the day, another question to ask yourself is, who benefits from your burnout? We all may not be in a position where we're able to attend to these feelings every second of every day as going to work is a necessity or showing up to class is a necessity and things of that sort. However, I'm simply encouraging you to be more mindful and self-aware of when you need to rest and know that rest is productive. Being that we live in a culture where we're constantly on the go, looking for the next thing to do, when we take that time to rest, we may feel bad about it or feel like we're not doing much. But coming back to that conversation I had with my friend, rest was actually the most productive thing she could have done for herself at the time. 
because she was feeling so overwhelmed and burnt out from everything else that was on her plate. It might be hard to wind down at first, but let me tell you why it's important. Our brains work like a muscle, and as much as we like to train our muscles by weightlifting or stretching, there needs to be rest days in our schedule as well. Similarly, you need to rest your brain as well. Taking this time to rest also boosts our creativity, and it enables us to do more in less time. Also, just like I mentioned feeling physically sick that day at work, resting will help us to avoid illness and make better decisions as we be able to think more clearly. Taking rest days also helps us be more reflective, to think about our decisions, past, present, and future. And being in a rested state also benefits us in being able to sleep better. You'll find that you're able to fall asleep faster and stay asleep. These are just a few of the immediate benefits of rest. So could you just imagine if it's constantly worked into our schedules on a structural and individual level, how beneficial it'll be? Of course, we each have our own narrative and not everything in this mini sub may apply, but I hope it's inspired you to think about rest differently. I invite you now to take a moment of mindfulness with me and allow our bodies to enter a state of rest. And we do this by tuning in with our breath. Our breath is our life force energy. And being able to slow our breath means we're able to slow our nervous system and allow our body, mind, and soul to rest. Take a deep inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Once more, inhaling through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And continue to breathe here, inhaling and exhaling at your own pace. Allow your body to relax on the exhale sinking deeper into your current position, allowing yourself to just be. Be present in your body exactly how you are in this moment. Any thoughts that may arise, let them go for they're all part of your being and you are simply the observer watching the thoughts go by. Feeling any sensations in your body and just breathing into these areas. Bringing this simple awareness into your body is something that you can do at any time and it is always available to you.
as you bring your awareness back to center, I encourage you to bring this awareness that you brought to your body and to your breath into your daily life. Constantly checking in with yourself, asking yourself, how am I feeling today? How am I feeling in this moment? What do I need today? What can I do in this moment to bring more ease and comfort into my life? These are also great questions to ask yourself in your practice of journaling. Journaling your thoughts, feelings, or any emotions that arise, taking note of them throughout the day or at the end of your day, and seeking ways to bring more ease and comfort into your life every day. Thank you for tuning in with me today. I wish you a wonderful, productive week ahead. Namaste.